Well, Sammy, the season has come to a close. It has. And I have three shots of Malort waiting for me. Yes, you do. Oh, maybe you could be the one to save me. Because after all, you're my wonder wall. <laughs> well, let's start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show. A completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the incomparable Samuel Graham. Sammy, stop typing on your phone. How you fucking doing? I'm not too bad. Just updating the old Instagram. Ah, very good. Yeah. So at least you're doing show work this time That's and not right. playing on your island like our producer is. Yeah. <laughs> very well. Hey, yeah, real quick. Yes. I did get that musical reference for a change. How about that? Uh, not really because of myself. Okay. Um, that was Oasis, mm-hmm. uh, and the reason I know that, I do actually do know that song, but uh, my wife actually, Carly, uh, found an article um, after seeing it and then confirming it on the internet via the interwebs mm-hmm. um, that Gavin Rost, not Gavin Rostell, it's Bush. That would be it? Bush. Yeah, that's Bush. Um, Noah Gallagher. N- uh, yeah, Noel Gallagher. Yeah, no, Noel, Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. See, you, guys, you fucked it up too. Okay. Uh, Noel Gallagher was actually... Uh, I just know in- he likes to get into fist fights with his brother. <laughs> that's right. In the Man City dressing stage. room, partying uh, with the team. <clears throat> yep. Uh, following their... Their title uh, triumph. He he himself is a citizen, and uh, what well, they were all singing the song together. Uh, John Stones and him, arm in arm, singing it. Yep, yeah. I saw the video. I don't know if that's a company I'd want to be in. Noel uh, Gallagher. <clears throat> he's a mean son of a bitch. Likes to beat the crap out of people, and he's a he's a rock and roll star. Even his own flesh and blood. Yeah, so, you that's know, right. It's well, especially his own flesh and blood. Yeah. Um, we are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share with your friends. Should you want to chat with us, there's many ways you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they get in touch with us. Uh, sure, you can check out my very fancy uh, Instagram post at uh, at du football show um, on Twitter, Facebook, and Insta. Uh, and then, of course, as Ethan did to gloat. Um, get in touch via email, uh, at gmail.com. And yes, that was me throwing my phone down, yes. uh, in protest of Ethan's gloating. <laughs> I, uh, mentioned, uh, Ethan's, uh, email in my little rant from... I'm surprised uh, you remember doing the rant. <laughs> Sounded a little sauced, my friend. I wasn't, I wasn't that drunk, but, uh, day, but day drunken, day drunken. Day drunken, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. He might still be a little drunk. <laughs> day Day drinking is great. Or yeah. Day drinking is awesome, I believe, is what I proclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our show throughout this ha- show and every show. Uh, drink in our hand. I'm all over the place. Don't mind me. I haven't even done a shot of Malort yet. No. Shut up, producer. Sam, what G&T are we drinking tonight? She was getting ready to talk, and I wasn't letting her. Sam, go ahead and talk about our G&T. Us. So we've got right gin, uh, spelled like the direction, right? R-I-G-H-T, uh, gin from Sweden. Uh, it comes in at 80 proof, $29.99 to $34.99 on the shelf. Um, got a pretty good juniper backbone, uh, very heavy citrus influence. Um, it's obviously, obviously not the, the best known gin in the world, um, but very light, very refreshing, uh, pretty excellent to be honest with you. Very impressed with it. Um, and we're drinking it with the Fentiman's uh, tonic water, just their regular standard tonic water. Um, again, it is just a standard tonic water, but it's it's done very, very well. 
Yep. Um, it's excellent. It's not super, super bitter um, like you get with some of the quinine uh, heavy, like a Schweppes or a, a regular uh, grocery store bought brand. Um, but a nice craft tonic water. It's excellent. Yeah, I um, this was one that I wanted to make sure we tried. There's, uh, It's not a very popular gin, but it's just really damn good. And it's one of those ones during the uh, spring and summer. Uh, you know, it, during the spring and summer, I tend to uh, end up killing one a bottle of this from time to time because I just start drinking it, and the next thing I know, the bottle is empty. Well, that's easy no. to do in general with the uh, with a G&T on a hot day. Yep. Um, so, so let's have a great show, Sammy. Yes, sir. All right, let's see if I can actually start reading again and not be all over the map like before. I was very rainbow. Yeah, look, look, I'm I'm still very very excited because um hey Sam, who came in second place? Uh Liverpool are the first losers. Uh who did not win the Premier League, Sam? Uh the other 19 teams in it? Right, but who's one of those 19 teams? <laughs> Everton? The, no. The one who came in second place. <laughs> Liverpool. Liverpool did not Liverpool win the is. Premier League, and that is all I give a shit about. Uh, this season has been a historic point total and an amazing finish for the title. Ultimately, somebody had to win. Manchester City 4, Brighton 1, Liverpool 2, Wolverhampton 0. Um, it was a contest for a minute there with uh, Brighton getting the one nothing well, lead. But what a header from Glenn Murray. Very brave to stand up uh, to both the defenders and uh, Ederson coming out. Um, and it was, a, a, a again, and we've said it time and time again about Glenn Murray, and Mel, you'll love this. It was a, a daft little touch, wasn't it? Uh, yep. Just a flicked header. Um, caught Ederson out at his near post. Um, and for about 15 minutes or so, the title was in Anfield. Yes, it was. Uh, and then Brighton brightened and City City. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, City changed that real quick. Yeah. Um, uh, Pep lost his jacket really fast, too, after that. Uh, got a little warm. Yeah. A little nervy, uh, I think, after that Glenn Murray goal. Uh, but then Aguero scoring on the final day of the season again. Uh, Americ Laporte uh, had his goal, um, but which essentially was the title winner. Yep. Um, it was the second goal scored by City. Uh, Mares had some uh, brilliantly fast feet and uh, rifled a shot into the right side. And then Ilkay Gundogan uh, to round out with a sublime free kick. City had over 74% possession uh, in this game. And besides that opening couple of minutes, really dominated throughout. There wasn't a whole lot of, of, of doing for Brighton. No, and it's what you figured it was going to be. In fact, you got this score dead on right. Yeah. And... Um, you know what can I say about my my season my form all season long in our prediction segment, uh, where on the last day I overtook you in correct scores, and for the last three or four weeks I've been ahead of you. Um, as I said before, it was a sprint. I'm sorry, it was a marathon, not a sprint. Uh-huh. And um, you know, you basically Liverpooled the predictions. Where at the end there, and it was no longer in your hands. I cityed you and won out. So okay, that's, that's fine. um. The Evertonian Liverpool, the prediction title. Heard. So uh, next season... Russ, I'm, I'm going to start running out of material here soon, so yeah. I'm, enjoy this shit while you can. <laughs> you notice I don't care. I don't fucking care. You know why? Because they didn't win the fucking league. They are approaching 30 years of not winning the league. So they want to sit there and you. keep running their fucking mouths... They can fuck themselves, and ain't nothing gonna break on my stride, motherfucker. That was gonna be the song reference. That was going to be the song reference. I gotcha. Yeah. Until Noel Gallagher uh, and his antics. Um, 
But yeah, so I mean, all in all, it was a lovely day out down there uh, in in Brighton for City. Um, it's a fairly straightforward game, and and basically the inevitable happened. You know, without that Vincent Company goal last week, you figured that was probably the moment that that really won them the title. You didn't expect Brighton to do much. No. Um, and and Leicester and both Burnley, uh, you know, put up stern tests in the last couple of weeks. Um, what was the Burnley goal? Eleven centimeters over the line. Yep, barely. Um, the goal against Liverpool earlier, earlier on, even before the last time Liverpool dropped points, mm-hmm. uh, when they were beaten by City, was what five centimeters over the line or whatever it was. So those are, you know, a very fitting kind of microcosm of the season. There was not a lot to pick between these two teams. So Sam, um, remind me again when was the last time that Liverpool dropped points? Um I believe everybody's listened to the emergency pod. No, I just already. want to hear you say it. When Which, was the last time I have that a Liverpool great lost list, by the way. points? You've now done that two times this season. Uh-huh. Uh, but Mel, I've been levied the criticism that I like to make it all about myself. Um fairly frequently throughout this show uh and every show that we do. Mm-hmm. And um and Sam's the only one that got emergency podcasts. Yeah, but I sleep with him. Ha ha. And also, mine are entertaining. Yours are just normally drunken, babbling transfer rants. I mean, if you want to come down and do an emergency podcast, that was part podcast, of a regular you show. Always, you have my number. He I, did sign off. Uh, his last Facebook update did have the transfer update sign off. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to call that the transfer window sign off. Transfer window yeah, yeah, sign yeah. off. That's now a thing. All right. So, um, but yeah, so you'd like to make it about yourself. That's fine. Of course I do. All right. Oh yeah, Houston loves himself some Houston. Oh yeah, that might I'm, be why we get along so well. Because I love myself and me, you love yourself some you, and we both love to watch each other cry, <laughs> and, and and we both love the sound of our own voices. Hence yeah. why we're doing a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. That completely explains it. So uh, Liverpool pretty much makes easy work of uh, Wolverhampton, who just showed up to participate. It appeared for the day. Yeah. Um. um and the and the same uh the same two, um. Uh, combinations there for the goals uh, with Trent Alex- uh, Alexander Arnold crossing to Saido Mane, mm-hmm. um, which made Mane share the golden boot with um, Mo Salah mm-hmm. and with, of course, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. And as most, thing- uh, most things go, the last name or the um, uh, alphabet letter, mm-hmm. uh, Aubameyang finished in first. Um, based what, on his the spelling of his name, what whatever you need to uh, make yourself feel better about hey, it. Hey, listen. Now that the season's over and we're on to uh, twenty nineteen twenty uh, season, Arsenal's in first place right now, my friend. So okay, well, good enough. Well, you, you you enjoy that. <laughs> we you won have the, it. Hey, we're top of the spelling bee table. We're the only team that starts with an A, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So we're top of the table. When you see that table come out in uh, uh, late July. Early uh, early August, we'll be on top of it. Uh, I'm I'm assuming we're in our normal uh, seventh place spot like we always are. <laughs> Actually, I think you're higher than that now. Hey, how about that? With people uh, that have fallen out of the league and, and those sorts of things, okay. I think you're a little higher up. So I mean, all, all kidding, all kidding aside, and all the ball busting that I do and stuff like Bournemouth's that. Bournemouth's in second, I think. Uh, yeah, very true. The um, <clears throat> no Brighton would be in second. Um, or no Bournemouth, Brighton, Burnley. It doesn't O come before R. B. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Bournemouth first. Yeah. Bournemouth yeah, and then before. Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Saying something about the reading rainbow there earlier, killer? Hey, at least I can read. Clearly, math and spelling are not subjects you to excel that. Mm-mm. I did really good at math, actually. Thank you very much. Um, 
So again, all, all kidding aside, I mean, let's face it, it was a historic season for Liverpool. It was the most points they've ever gotten. And the third highest point total ever. Yeah. And the only time they would not have won the Premier League would have been this last year season. and last year. Yep. They would have won it every other year. Absolutely. Um, better and better than their rivals Manchester United have ever done. That's as right. Far as made, a point total it goes. Made up a 24 point deficit from last season. Um, uh, from what they got last year to now, yep. they increased by 24 points by adding two players, essentially. Yeah. By I mean, Shaqiri Shiki- the- maybe won them one game, so right. 21 points. Well, it, they, honestly, but, it comes down yeah. to the the adding of some um, some more depth in, in the holding midfield role by having Fabinho and uh, um, uh, Keta to go ahead and uh, play along with um, to play along with uh, what's a facer as well to play along with Henderson, so Henderson wasn't stuck having to do all the work himself. Right, and then you know obviously Van Dyke in the middle of last season, and then adding a top quality goalkeeper. What didn't happen this year was a bunch of goalkeeping gaffes. He had two. That was it. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm with you. And uh, <clears throat> to celebrate Liverpool's historic season, okay, um, I'm going to deliver the first of three. Okay, shots of Malort. Excellent. This is great. To you, my friend. It's great. So I'm going to um, do my first shot of Malort in celebration of, of their, Liverpool of, yeah. of Liverpool's second place finish. Here's to you, Liverpool. Leicester and Blackburn have more Premier League titles than you do. Fuck yourselves. Let's show some respect. <laughs> Historic point total. <laughs> I liked how you switched around to every part of your esophagus before you swallowed it. I heard I wanted, every bit of it too. I wanted to get that full palate in. <laughs> Really get it around, get that earwax good and laid on to the tongue. You know, it's quite lovely. Uh, again, you didn't fucking win the league. So, you know what this tastes like? Sweet nectar of the fucking gods is what this tastes like. That's right. Bring on the rest of the shots. That's not going to bug me at all. So, do you think um, Champions League softens the blow of not winning the league for Liverpool? It has to. It, it has to. Absolutely. It's the biggest prize in Europe. Um, the only reason I'd say the Premier League is so on their forefront is because they haven't won it in so long. A, a oh, first division title. They've never won a Premier League, but right. they haven't won a first division title, as, as you alluded to earlier, for damn near 30 years. Yeah, they're getting, they're approaching 30 years. Yeah, so it, it makes sense that that would be their number one to, to go back and reclaim their crown from Manchester United as having the most Premier, uh, most first division titles in history. Mm-hmm. Um, Man United obviously look I would say miles off of they're it. They're closer to doing it than Manchester yeah, United absolutely. is currently. So if you um if you think, you know, at the same time, Liverpool have a rich European tradition. Right. Um having won five previously uh Champions Leagues, uh slash European Cups. Um I think that'll definitely be, you know, after the recent dominance of Real Madrid and you know some of some of those uh, those teams Barcelona before that with Pep Guardiola. Right. Um. The fact that they're they're hopefully please Christ please 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 Liverpool win the Champions League. You're you're, you're about you are about to uh, get to the question I was going to ask. What if what if they lose? Then what does it say about this entire season to Liverpool uh, fans? Then that for me would be a disappointment. I mean, that would be. I would take the one Liverpool shirt I own and burn it because they obviously hate my guts and allow Tottenham to lift the European Cup before us. Right. Um, which would literally be one of the worst things to ha- ever happen. Well, I I want you to take off Arsenal hat for a second, right? And I'm taking I'm taking off Everton hat for a second. Okay. Really? Just looking at this 
as a Liverpool, as someone who supports Liverpool, right? Uh-huh. You lost the Premier League. You came in second place. You lost by one point after having a historic season. You then go to the Champions League final, and you lose. Right. I would say... I have di- to imagine that is getting hit in the gut and yeah. kicked in the nuts I would, at the exact same time. I would caveat it, though. I would definitely say that it is a disappointing season. However, I would say that Liverpool have a great foundation. If you look at Tottenham, if you look at Chelsea, if you look at United, right, your traditional rivals. Take City out of it for a second because they were nothing short of amazing themselves. I like how you don't include yourself because you're a mid-rate team. We we finished fifth out of the top six. I'm just you know saying you didn't include yourself. So I'm just you know, saying we're in you the middle. Your, but, you don't see yourself as a title contender. I get it. No, we're in the middle of a rebuilding process. But you take, and we're closer to it than United are. Yes. But um, if you take those other top clubs, right, and you look at the foundation that Liverpool have with the young players that they have with the guys scoring goals where they are in their career, they're set up for the next three four years. Um, and they they look like they're about to embark on a piece of a golden generation. So I think you take some solace with last season, right, and making up 24 points, shoring up the defense and doing those sorts of things. You add maybe one one more player off the bench that could come in if if one of the front three are, are slipping mm-hmm. and not fucking Divacarigi. Right. <laughs> Somebody of real sustained quality. Right. And you add that in, you now run into a situation where you might be able to make up that other point. Um, and we look at the City team, they have to replace Fernandinho. If they don't replace Fernandinho, they're in trouble. Now, granted, they did come down the stretch and win 14 out of their last 14, but they were seven points off it at one point. Don't forget that. Yes, they were. Oh, absolutely. They also finished two points less than they did last season, so it is a regression. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely for them. Absolutely. winning 32 out of 38, they did equal their record of last season, Um, but some of those draws turned into losses. You think a game against fucking Crystal Palace at home. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Leicester. Okay, fair enough. Leicester's hitch on the counter. They're a decent enough squad. But, but you lost to him at home. Yeah, but remember, it's also Claude Puel's Leicester. Yeah. Who were lackluster and boring. Um, Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. You were actually the spark that got them to play great the rest of the way through. Exactly. <laughs> but so, you know, look at these. These results are not good enough. Yeah. They they turned out to be good enough this season, um, and thankfully for Man City that your boys do exist. Um, but it was, you know, th- there's going to need to be some sort of gap made up there with with replacing Fernandinho, with um, adding a little bit of depth uh, at center back potentially. Right. But um, if there but if there's a team that can retool themselves quickly, it's City. I and, mean, they're they're only and, missing one or two pieces to go on another hundred point season right, next and, season. And and why wouldn't somebody want to go play for that team? I also don't think um, Gabriel Jesus is going to be able to replace Sergio Aguero. No. Um, so gonna they're, they're going to need another a, forward, yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Um, but Liverpool's not far off of it as we as we see <laughs> this season. They're they're not far away. No, it's it's I. It's going to be an exciting couple of years I, of title race between the two of them because the rest of us are miles away. Um, I I think Tottenham's going to get picked apart this season. Um, I think they're going to take some of the money uh, uh, and cash in on a few players. They're going to have to replace people. Pochettino might win the Champions League and piss off. Yeah, it's going to be a very it's going to be a very interesting off season for them. Yeah. But we'll get to them in the next segment. Um, I I mean I if City doesn't retool the correct way. Uh, the league is Liverpool's to lose next year. Yeah, it, I'll give you it that. Really, it Absolutely. really honestly is. Absolutely.
Well, two teams made it to the Champions League by default, Sammy, but not actually <laughs> by earning it. <laughs> yeah. In the in the segment that grew legs over the end of the season, there the uh, oh, who wants to play in champion or who wants to play in Champions League? Because third through six sure as fuck doesn't. Uh, we have Spurs two, Everton two, Chelsea nil, Leicester nil, and a barn burner. Arsenal three, Burnley one, and as I called it, even though I thought United would score, Cardiff City two, Manchester United nil. Um, more questions than answers for the rest of the top six, well, wouldn't you say, for the most part? Yeah, and it's from us, at least, from my perspective, of course, wearing my, my rose-colored glasses here. Of course. Here, well, now you should um, be. They, Arsenal did not take this advantage the last three weeks, which would have firmly put us in either third or fourth, um, and not needing to beat Chelsea in the Europa League final to make it to the Champions League. You should have been in third place. Right, and they finally took their chance, but it was too little too late. Everybody else drew or lost. Yeah. And that's been happening over the last three weeks. I'm but when it was three losses in a row, that's those, what does it to you. Yeah, three, three fucking losses in a row. Those crucial times, it was that, that week. We always make fun of Arsenal having a, a bad week in March where we normally crashed out of the Champions League. We lost in the League Cup semifinal, and then we crashed out of the FA Cup all within the span of a week uh, that ruined our season. Um, Unai Emery did pretty well to hold that off until mid April. <laughs> Yeah, but we did have that week where this time it was three, three, uh, three uh, Premier League games in a row where our season crashed out. But, so but, we're already talk since we're already talking Arsenal, we'll stick there and then we'll come back to uh, Everton Spurs. But um, I, the the one thing though to say about your team is that it's pretty obvious what needs to be addressed in the off season. Yeah, for sure. We have get, glaring problems. Get some more defense. You're and going get rid of fucking Mustafi. Right. I don't even care if we bring anybody in. Just get rid of Mustafi. Right. You're going to need to also get a. Um, you're going to need to get a, um, a another kind of creative player with Ramsey moving on. Yep. Um, you're going to need that in an Ozil. Who Luke, knows? Lucas Torreira has been playing a little bit further forward when he's yeah. come on in recent weeks and actually hasn't looked terrible and still yeah. covering the same amount of ground he did as a defensive midfielder. Well, but I, then you have Xhaka and Ganduzi behind him. Ganduzi's both of them are slow to be honest with you. Ganduzi's right. a little bit better than Jaka, but Jaka's very lazy and and gives the ball away cheaply. Ganduzi's starting to find his legs, though. Yeah, it seems. Nah, he's just a little slow, but he's young. I mean, he's becoming positionally much more aware and doesn't need to do the hard work. Almost like Nemanja Matic, very right. slow, but reads the game so well he doesn't need to be fast. Well, maybe you put yourself with like a back four. You put um, you put him in front of the back four, and then you do a three where it's um. You know, say uh, Terrera, and then you're doing Mickey on one side, and maybe a Wobi, or you go find someone on the other side, and right. then you're able to play your two strikers as forwards go. Right. You go with that two man system and just go, you know what? If we shore up our defense a little, let's go ahead and have a go at teams, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't see you guys as being that far off. I don't either. I, um, I see, like, just looking into the future, I see you guys as a third-place team, and I see you as a team that was like Chelsea and Tottenham this year, where you were in the, you you will be in, in the, the conversation. Discussion. Yeah, I'm just, I'm worried about how much money we have to spend, um, basically, <clears throat> is, is what it's going to come down to, and right. who, who we can offload. Can we offload Ozil and his wages? Um, can we get rid of Mustafi? I mean, like I, I, I've alluded to this before, and I was only half joking, um, but now I'm actually kind of serious. I would actually pay someone to take Mustafi <laughs> off our hands. Um, 
I again, uh, Stan. I will pay his plane ticket from Heathrow to whatever country you you wish him to go. Um, but I do want to bring up real quick in this game, um, Licksteiner and Barnes having a little kiss up. Oh yeah, I didn't you see, see that. No, no, I didn't uh, see it. So ball comes into Bird Leno. Uh, it was a decent little shot or whatever it was. I don't remember exactly what happened, but he saved well at his near post. Comes down uh, onto his forearms. Gets up, starts running. It looks like Ashley Barnes says something to him, but Ashley Barnes turns away. Leno goes straight through the back of him. Oh, yeah? Referee didn't see it. was already running down the field. Linesman didn't see it. Oh, so he got away with one. Well, Barnes gets up and starts running after Leno to his back, and Licksteiner jumps in and intercepts him, like kind of half clothesline and holds him, uh-huh. and they stand about as far apart. <laughs> and it looked like they were going to make out. Um, Ashley Barnes ended up getting the yellow card for the retaliation because that's all the refs saw <laughs> and there's no VAR ref, ref yeah. only ref only catches the second foul. That's right. And that's there's no, and there's no VAR. Yep. So, but Leno definitely should have gotten a yellow for it. Not exactly sure why nobody was paying attention to where the ball was, but that's how it goes. Uh, it was very funny. They talked over a, uh, a drink of water from the medical staff's bag when someone went down later in the game and shook hands and, and did something, but it ended up being okay. <laughs> well, because Ashley Ashley Barnes n- knew that that's an instance where uh, your spirit animal would have made would have made Ashley Barnes his. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> no and doubt about it for real. I mean, Ashley Barnes got up after he was bundled over and sprinted after Leno right at his back. And really, credit to Licksteiner for protecting his goalkeeper immediately at, at that point. That's yeah, what you got to do. He came straight in and not scared at all. Threw his arm across him, chest right on his shoulder held him up, and diverted his attention to him, him, where he was ready for whatever was about to come, um, which was which was good to see. Uh, uh, Bamiang with two goals, the second one, absolutely brilliant. Did miss a couple of sitters to have the uh, golden boot all to himself, um, but Awobi with a fine cross to the far post, and Bamiang finishing in some style and power uh, with a volley uh, to the far stick uh, from basically the corner of the six-yard box. If that had hit... Tom Heaton in his face, it had taken his head clean off. <laughs> so um, just uh, real quick, looking at where you were at the end of uh, Wenger going into now, um, how do you feel from last season going into the, the end of this um, season? Much happier, to be honest with you. Much, much happier. Um, I think we have a good, excuse me, I think we have a good uh, foundation to build from. Um, and... If we spend right in the summer, if we get rid of what we need to get rid of, or have say Ozil buys into it and rediscovers his form from, you know, the second half of last season, maybe, maybe he can be a player for us again. You know, it's it it shouldn't be he who can do no wrong. I mean, if if he's screwing up, then he's screwing up, and you got to get rid of him. Um, you know, I, but, I'd, but I'd... we we are seven points off better. Uh, seven points better off, I'm sorry, than we were the season prior. Right. So, and we're in the Europa League final, where last season we only reached the semis. Right. Um, and got knocked out uh, against Atletico Madrid. So, I, I think the two biggest uh, pieces that helped. I mean, obviously, you know, bringing in Socrates, he had he had a roller coaster of a year, but he's he's a nice addition. Really, it was getting. But a, he's also thirty. Getting getting a hard man. To play defensive mid for you, yeah. which you got in in the in little Terrera. angry Uruguay- yep. Uruguayan, and uh, honestly, solidifying goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, I mean, Leonard's a stud. 
Well, Petr he's, Cech he's has had really his. Good. He started off a little shaky. Yeah. Um, but you're filling Petr Cech's boots. I mean, Petr Cech ended a, a little shaky. I mean, maybe yeah. should have hung it up a year ago. Um, and he is retiring at the end of this season. But right. you know, again, we're letting someone walk out for free, and Aaron Ramsey, who at least we could have gotten in the last year of his deal, probably forty million for. Right, a little um, something. Yeah. Why not sell him in January and use those funds later on? Now he did prove kind of crucial in some of those games in in February and March. Yeah. Um, and. We needed those points, to be honest with you. You're looking but, at it, looking at it now, having a little buyer's remorse. Why didn't we? Why didn't we re-sign him to a deal? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not going to, fine. I mean, it's a new boss. You you want to make your stamp. Okay, great. But why are we letting him walk for free? That is classic Wenger. I mean, look at uh, Cesc Fabregas, or uh, maybe we let him go for cheap because mm-hmm. he was in the last year of his deal back to Barcelona. Nasri, look at Samir Nasri, right? Van Persie, um, when you had him, like just, uh, we got a little bit from Man United, but, but again, no, not much because he was in the last year of his deal. Um, uh, uh, what's the Togolese man's name? Now I can't remember his name. Sonia? No, he's from. He was French, but Senegalese born. Oh, what um, is his name? Adebayor. Yeah, Adebayor. Yeah. Um, we, we let Adebayor go for free after he had a, a 30 goal season or whatever it was, or close to that 27 goals, something mm-hmm. like that. It's just ridiculous business, you know? I mean, we make fun of Ed Woodward all the time for Manchester United being only good at the commercial side of it, but even he, he's not this criminal. Right. So, um, but uh, you, ultimately, you feel positive? Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. better than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, taking off the bias, right, for a second, it's a rebuilding season. We added a few pieces. We're going to need more pieces. Mm-hmm. And we improved on our points total from last season. We finished above Man United this time. And you could be playing Champions League and football we still, again. We could be playing Champions League football after uh, Unai Emery wins his personal fourth uh, uh, Europa League. So uh, let's go ahead and go back to the start of the games that we had run off. So uh, the Everton-Tottenham draw. Tottenham clearly, the injuries finally caught up to them. Yeah, it looked you like know, it. You know, especially yeah. down the stretch because there were some games there where all they needed was just to get a win. And they couldn't manage to get wins. Like, Yeah, they, but I think they also had an eye on the Champions League. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and some of those players, Lucas Moore has been fairly inconsistent. He started off in a blaze of glory. Ended in a blaze of glory with a and couple now, of hat tricks. Yeah, yeah, now ending in a blaze of glory, right? But in the middle of the season, Lucas Moore wasn't really providing much uh, for them. Um, but well, now you wonder. You now see, here's where you think some players are going to get picked off. I can't help but think with this team in the uh, in the off season, most of the players seem to be buying into wanting to play in the new stadium. It seems like Pochettino's wanting to be in the stadium, and it sounds like the owners are ready to spend money this summer. So yeah, I just. <laughs> I just can't help but think the size of club Tottenham actually are. Mm-hmm. I just can't help but think Real Madrid's going to come in with some money for Harry Kane. Or right. Manchester United's going to come in with some money for Harry Kane and possibly Lukaku kind of deal. You know, <laughs> right. a swap plus cash. Right. Um, you That's not a bad deal, though, for Tottenham. I mean, nah, give, give... As streaky as he is, well, you're I mean, adding another streaky player, yeah, and now but, you're going to rely solely on Son and but, Lucas Moura? But one thing we've learned about Rom so far is when he thinks he's been shunned, Oh, that next yeah, season! That next season, he lights it up. Yeah, if he so, thinks he's been shunned. Um, so, I mean, I, he, my my thoughts with with them is is that this is a team that could be in seventh place if they lose a bunch of people, or this is a team that could maybe even win the league if if they have it together. Right. 
You know, if yeah, they, no, if, they pick up, if they pick up the right pieces, like one of the pieces that they're being linked to is um, they're trying to go after uh, uh, Gomez from us, where, where we're talking to Barcelona on him right now. Apparently, uh, Tottenham's talking to uh, well, Barcelona on him too. Yeah, because that would be a brilliant add to their team. Yeah, because Eric Dyer is slow, and now he got the first goal here, but Eric Dyer slow and and and. Tired all season long, uh, never really recovered. You, you from... saw that game. Was that really a goal? <laughs> it was just kind of the most ugliest. I mean, it happened to go into the net, and it counts oh, as a yeah, goal. Yeah. But like, I'm with you. Your Nina um, swings and misses at the ball. I mean, it was just ugly. But again, you recovered your early season form on giving up two, uh, two, two set piece goals. Yeah, well, I mean, but I tell you, it's um, for the most part, it seems like the defense has settled in, and you know. It, it, Hats off to Erickson. I mean, that was just a brilliant, a brilliant free kick. I mean, know, there's nothing if, anybody if can do fr- about that. Let's say that free kick doesn't happen. Everton wins the game two to one. Yeah, they, they were once once they kicked on for Everton. Everton was the better team. Well, absolutely. You guys had nine shots on target. Possession was almost fifty fifty. I think it was fifty five percent in the Spurs' favor. Mm-hmm. But here's your second shot on Lort for giving up a two one lead. Okay, great. I'm all right with that because. Um, for 2019, the only team in the top six that we have lost to was Manchester City, who were the title winners. We drew Spurs. We uh, we drew Liverpool. Oh, which, by the way, that's when they lost the title. Why aren't you recording me? Because I forgot to plus record. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's all right. I'm better at the podcast than I am the video. Ah, uh, very good. Do you um, want to go ahead and uh, press record then? Go ahead. We can. But let me. <laughs> Let me say something real quick. No, go ahead. No, record. I want you to record this. Okay. I want you to record this. Um, show me, please, my Cause, pretty face. Because Sam loves himself. Hey, uh, real quick, I just passed Sam his second shot on Malort uh, for Everton giving up a 2-1 lead. And also, Sam laying forth a bunch of false gods in why Everton should be proud of themselves um, for finishing in 10th, was it? 8th. Thank Eighth? you very oh, much. sorry. That's all the same at that level, isn't it? Um, so here's your second shot on Malort, and um, weren't you criticizing Liverpool fans earlier uh, in the week for saying that our record points total, maybe we should get a trophy for finishing in second? Mm-hmm. So congratulations for all your six, top six heroics this second half of the season, huh? and well done. Maybe we should get you a participation medal. So. I would I would say considering <laughs> that in 2018 we didn't beat a single top six team. In fact, we didn't even nah, take a point off of a single top six team. The fact that, well, I mean, we beat you. We kicked the <laughs> ever-loving right, shit right. out of United. Oh, no, no, now we don't want to right, talk. Okay, all right, all right. We beat Chelsea. Um, we only lost to City, the eventual champions. We ta- uh, tied um, Spurs... And we also uh, tied uh, Liverpool, which, by the way, <laughs> was when you lost the title. Just letting you know that. Our draw, you lost the title. Enjoy. All right, hey, Russ, I'm out of uh, I'm out of shit to talk. Sorry, <sighs> bud. That was all I had left. That tastes lovely. <laughs> you know what it tastes like? Liverpool finishing second? Second place. <laughs> That's what that tastes like. Yeah. Um, on a uh, quick note for uh, Everton, uh, Adrisa Gay did say this week that he would like to be uh moved Sold. on. Yeah. Um PSG is in the look is in the hunt. Uh, another team that's been linked to him, which also would be a very good move by them. Manchester United apparently is interested in him as well. They gotta replace Nemanja Matic. Getting old. Yeah, he'd be a good he'd be a good yeah, replacement sure. in the middle, cover a lot of ground. Absolutely. Uh um, with Matic and Herrera possibly moving to PSG also on a free uh because there's a bunch of financial fair play issues with PSG as well. 
Um, Herrera's out of contract, and they might be signing him simply because they couldn't afford, potentially, other players. And they need a major upheaval of their midfield, So uh, uh, PSG does. I want to put a quick bow on Everton um, with, with Idrissa Gay. Just want to tell all the players out there that are listening, because clearly all the EPL players like to listen to our pod and hear what we have to say. <laughs> um, Every time we predict something, they say, fuck you and go do the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want all of them to take a look at Idrissa Gay. That's how you do it. Yeah. You didn't get sold. You Absolutely. know what happened? You went out there. You kept doing you your job. You pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. You did it well. Yep. You did it, in fact, in fact, probably our best player in the second half of the season. Just flat out played and didn't didn't let it get to him. End of the season said, Hey, look, boys, I still want to move on. And you go, you know what? Thanks for your you know what? Thanks for your time with the club. We appreciate it. You've been great. Fine. You know what? He signed a deal with us, which means we probably getting forty million for him. Yeah, you know, so we're gonna get good money for him. Um, Everton finished same place in the table as they did last year, but the big thing: higher point total, more shots on goal, more goals. Like just everything. Considering uh, taking something from where I was just talking about you with uh, Arsenal, looking at the two club, looking at my club, where they were last year with with Big Sam coaching yep. the squad, and looking where they are now. Encourage. No, absolutely. Very encouraged. I, no, I was giving you a lot of shit. Absolutely right. And I do want to throw a quick jab to our good friend Mark, uh, the Spurs fan. Theo Walcott scored against Spurs again. Yeah, um, yet again. And as an Arsenal supporter, plucking him at 16 years old and him never uh, realizing his potential with us, him and his goals against Spurs were always a highlight. Um, and now watching him banging the goals for Everton against Spurs twice the season is also a fucking highlight of my season. <laughs> Um, so uh, enjoy the Champions League final where you're going to get romped, Mark. Um, so Chelsea Leicester nil nil. Uh, there's really nothing to say about the game. Well, Schmeichel played his ass off. Yeah. He had three or four brilliant saves, um, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lester, all that essentially happened. Leicester is going to be very, very interesting to look at in the off season because let's face it, you got guys like Vardy who are getting older. Um, Maguire is going to probably get poached by somebody. You got to figure a bigger club's going to want. Yeah, him. I mean, he's, even Johnny Evans played very well when he came in. You know, now he's on a longer deal, um, but both of them have played fantastically. And Maguire plays very well in a three back system, mm-hmm. as proven when he played with England. So that seems I mean, except like that one time when he got sent off, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it but it seems like he's probably going to get sold to a bigger club. You yeah, would imagine. I, w- I would think so. I mean, they could probably command sixty million for him. I think he's only twenty five, twenty six. You, you know what place where I could see him when you were talking about needing they to could take uh, that blow up unicorn with him too. <laughs> the- where, where you were talking about um, uh, City needing another center back, he seems like exactly the right kind of because he can play in a three-man system yeah. he can go forward a little he seems the like only thing a, i would question is, is whether or not he's fast enough i mean vincent company gets injured a lot but he's still quick um right. john stones is quick uh uh what the tattooed otamendi mm-hmm. is is quick not and very good the, but then he's the quick. other then the other one mendy who gets hurt all the time but yeah, he he's quick but, uh, but I, they, I feel like Maguire could fit into that system yeah. pretty well even and though he's not America quick, I feel like it, pretty fast yeah, as well I feel like he could fit into that system yeah. and if you got into the system yes I just worry you, about his his tempo and if you're playing with a three man back system you ultimately want five center backs mm-hmm. and you can interchange them whenever mm-hmm. And if they're all kind of the same guy, that's actually a good thing for them. You know, that right. would, I, I think he'd be a good fit in there because then he's also not ca- required to carry the load. 
Yeah, that, I you mean, know? that's fair enough, too. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Mel, uh, real quick, you looked at me kind of funny. There was a very famous photo from last year's World Cup with Harry Kane in a pool on one of their off days uh, in Russia um, on a giant inflatable unicorn floaty. Oh, I just assumed you were talking about our friend Britt. That's exactly what I was about to say. recently photographed in Key West saw, on a giant unicorn floating. Now, I One did of the happiest that. things I've ever seen. I, I also, she did have a massive smile on her face. She was like, so happy. I don't think I've ever seen her smile that much. I know. And her, she just had her first wedding anniversary. Yeah. Um, but the the actual floaty itself, very similar to uh, Harry Maguire's floaty from uh, from England. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, so, Lester... Um, like I said, interested to see what's going to happen for them in the off season, simply because some people are getting They're older. They're going to have to do something, but but this seems like the right fit for a Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. Type of, like one hundred percent. So as long as everything falls the right way, they should be fine. Yeah, and and they should what, be right up there challenging in that mid table. What range. I'd be worried about is they spend a lot of money on Eniacho, mm-hmm. and he is not proving able hands to take over or able feet. And to take over from Vardy. And you're going um, to have to put him in that position because... Yeah, Vardy is, what, 32, 31, yeah. 32, and, uh, and ret- retired from England so he could prolong his club career. And Vardy lives on his legs. Yep. He's he's a he's a fast counterattack striker. Yep. I mean, so we've, we've already seen it, not to bring it back to... You lose a step. Ar- yeah, not to bring it back to Arsenal, to be honest, but Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang lived on his legs forever. Now, he's still fairly technically gifted, but... Um, we saw you saw, watching him at Dortmund over the last few seasons, right? Before he moved to Arsenal, January of last year, mm-hmm. and Oba was beating people for pace all the time. Would only have fifteen, twenty touches a game, but have three goals. Right, and um, it was mostly his pace that got him there. And you see him in the Premier League. He's not really burning a bunch of people out there, you know. No. Not like Theo Walcott making up three, four steps, you know, back in the day. Now Walcott couldn't finish, and Bamiyang can. Right. So we'll see how people adjust, and maybe Vardy becomes a little bit more of a poacher. But it's all going to depend on the system. Lester liked to play on that counter attack. Can Vardy outrun people? Yeah. Is there enough Red Bull in the world? Are there enough IV needles in England? To pour Red Bull straight into his veins to get those little legs moving as fast as they can? I don't know. You know what they need to do? They need to hire a stripper to run onto the field that he could do lines off of her ass right before he runs. Yeah. That's what he needs. And and body shots of Red Bull. Yeah. That's right. So um, looking at Chelsea, um, now this is going to be something, we'll keep this real short because frankly, this much like Manchester United is an entire show this summer. Um, They have the upcoming ban coming now. They they have filed their appeal, which means they're going to get away with this transfer window. This summer, they're going to be allowed to make some moves. I haven't seen it confirmed, but it looks that way. So doesn't it? But with that being said, what for for those you Eden who Hazard don't know, looks like he's off. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, Eden Hazard looks like he's off to Madrid. <clears throat> oh yeah, absolutely. Which may well, mean then, Pogba's not right. Well, but then what? What do you do with uh, like in the same instance? Well, Madrid. I wonder how many players Madrid's buying this year. Right. Like I think Conte's a definite move to uh, to them possibly as well. Ooh. I think Hazard's a move. I think Pogba's a move. Like I think they're going to poach a bunch from the Premier League. Which let's face it, the Premier League is in both of the finals in Europe. It's an all-Premier League finals. Right, which, by the way, we're going to preview, uh, because they're all English (laughs) finals, 
We're going to take a stab at the Champions League final and the Europa League final in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for prediction time. Keep talking about stuff. Why not, right? We're going to keep going this summer, right, Sammy? Just go uh, crazy? Yeah, I know. My liver hurts, but we're going to keep doing it. Excellent. <laughs> Be a trooper killer. So, um, but but Chelsea, the bigger, th- the bigger thing with Chelsea that a lot of people don't know is Chelsea basically has like a 70-man roster, and they loan yeah. out. <laughs> They, they have loan damn near 40 people on loan. Yeah, they loan out so many people. So they're reaching a point. I think this summer they're going to have to start offloading because this is what's been getting them and into potentially trouble. offloading on the cheap as well. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, trust me. That's... Look at like Matt Miazga, mm-hmm. who's been on loan twice in the Dutch, once in the second division, I believe, and once in the Dutch first division. Uh, like, why do you have him on your books? I think Chelsea's still paying 20% of his wages. So why not sell him for $10 million to a Brighton? Chelsea and let him play. Chelsea doesn't. Um, Chelsea doesn't want to bring Zuma on. I I have no idea why they don't look, want to start Zuma because sorry, all he's done is proven he is a great center back. Yeah, well, sorry would rather play the old and and shaky David Luiz. I just I don't I don't get it at all. Yeah, me and either. and so I mean that means hopefully we'll get him on the cheap. That's great. I I would. I'd freaking love it. I mean, I really definitely want to get her. I, I want to make sure one of the biggest things I want to make sure happens for us is that we re-sign Zuma. I think that's, I mean, we signed him on to a permanent for the team. I think that's absolutely yeah. important. No, it, it absolutely is important. And him and Michael Keane seem to have an understanding now. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Yerry Mina fits in and all that. But yeah, her first goal was on Yerry Mina. Well, I mean, he, hopefully he misjudged a corner. And yeah. I mean, was, hopefully he's sitting in the back um, learning with his, with his English books. Yeah, fucking learning. So he can understand Michael Keane when he talks to him. Well, as long as uh, as long as it's an Irish accent, he'll get it, right? That'll be great if he has some <laughs> Irish swing to his voice when he as he's learning English. That's funny, yeah. The um, so with Chelsea, like I said, we'll we'll talk about them more in the summer. Let's go ahead and finish up here with the rest of the top six with uh, Manchester United going out with a whimper against uh, against Cardiff they, City. You want to talk about a lazy performance and teams being on the beach and everything else? It looked like Paul Pogba had. Uh, his bags checked, and he had two feet through security uh, at Heathrow to go to Dubai. Um, that well, was absolutely a, a pitiful performance from him, especially, but all of United as well. Credit to Etheridge. Three, he did three two or three saves. Yeah, like that they could have scored goals, and he made three phenomenal Very good saves. saves. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you um, that. I don't think the penalty was a penalty either. Uh, De Gea, De Gea had a nice save too. Um, the one where he was kind of going one way and the and ball cut to, back the other yeah, way. Yeah, had to lift his yeah, um, and and tip it over the bar. And, and positive news: neither goal was De Gea's fault. No, um, I don't think that the uh, the penalty was a penalty, as I said. Agreed. But, I don't think it was either. Uh, but at least the referee was assured in his decision. He straight away pen. You know, and there was no question that humans Own make it. mistakes, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, but Own he it. he was assured of his decision. I'd rather see a ref do that. Yeah, absolutely. Than second he, guess and do even this. if it's yeah. wrong, as long as the ref goes, yeah. nope. Well, that's next exactly season, what I saw. Next season's not going to matter because we have VAR, right? So we'll be able to figure it out. To screw it up even more. Um, so. Did you see the proper FIFA stuff that happened at the end with Josh Murphy? Mm-mm. Uh, you know, you used to like just dribble a little bit, drag some defenders out of position, then uh, hit triangle, a uh, little through ball there to a player on the far stick wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was Josh Murphy taking care of some of the United <coughs> defenders, drawing them to him. Put that little ball right between the goalkeeper and the last defender, and Mendez Lang running onto it finished emphatically uh, for the 2 0. But proper FIFA stuff that. It was brilliant. So, um, the. 
The supporters seem to blame the players and not Ole. Is it time to start blaming Ole for what's going on out there? I don't know, because look at the end of Mourinho's reign. And then all of a sudden, they play for Ole and rattle off, what was it, 15, 15 out of 18 wins or something ridiculous? Yeah. So, uh, look at that. It it's it seems like the players are not playing for their managers. Um, yeah. I think there's going to be a major upheaval at United this summer, and I think there's going to need to be. Yeah. Um, simply because if you have these egos that are dragging down the dressing room, you have these wages that are dragging down the dressing room, and everybody's, you know, some of the the fringer players like a Marcus Rashford or a uh, not fringe but fringe financially, Marcus Rashford or Anthony Martial is looking at Alexis Sanchez on five hundred grand a week. Yeah. Like he's featured four times in the last three months. I'm working my ass off and only getting 180000 I figure uh, Sanchez, Lukaku, and Pogba are all gone. Yeah. And, I, and that probably fixes a lot in that, mm-hmm. in that clubhouse. But now the problem there is, is by getting rid of the three of those, you get rid of quite a bit of talent. And you yeah, need but if the talent's not restock. playing, what's the difference? But, you, I mean, they, I mean they're so, not. So, all right, let, let's focus this in real quick. Mm-hmm. Me and you are quite talented, okay. right? Melissa's not exactly the most effective man manager. Okay. However, we're professional and we do a job. Right. Right? I'm, I'm digging all of this. <laughs> Ole is a tremendous man manager. Mourinho, not so much. He still can't get his players to perform. At the end of the day, it is them that needs to be professional, right? Yeah, I that agree. wasn't a dig at you, Mel. Yeah. I agree. It's um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I... <laughs> I'm still trying to process it. <laughs> I just harvested 17 rows of corn. <laughs> <laughs> you must know, I was chatting with Russ. <laughs> <laughs> That's become the new bit: chatting yeah, with Russ constantly. During, yeah, during the show, <laughs> oh, and then um, it not being safe for listeners or whatever. I, you too could chat with producer Mel while she tries to produce this hot mess. <laughs> so um, uh, there's going to be just just to put a bow on uh, on United. We're definitely going to do a whole show on United this summer. I think uh, I'm going to try to drag Otis out here and our buddy Everett out here and have multiple. Oh, we got Rice in too. You have multiple Manchester United fans in. Yeah, that's what back you, in here. You you like how I got him at the airport at 6:30 in the yeah, morning with the uh, traveling bottle? Yes, that was good. Um, by the way, he didn't. He it was was exactly one shot I poured into the bottle, and he didn't drink the whole thing. So, I know, pussy. Uh, <laughs> I was giving that to you just to let that be known. Um, a, a common theme of the uh, trip to New Orleans would just be Rice looking at me and just going, and I'm a cunt. <laughs> Sweet. Well, at least so. he knows himself. <laughs> To round out the conclusion of the league in, oh, so that happened. Palace 5, Bournemouth 3. I think this is unfair all that you the goals. put that. Yeah, I think it's unfair you put this in, oh, so that happened. <laughs> Trust me. It's a there's barn a, burner. There, there's, there's, a note, there's a note to that. Um, Newcastle 4, Fulham 0. West Ham 4, Watford 1. Southampton 1, Huddersfield 1. So uh, I, I would say if this was in the middle of the season, Sam... Um, We'd lead off pa- with it. Palace, Bournemouth, and Newcastle, Fulham, and West Ham, Watford would have probably been what we led off with. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. I'm not sure what happened at Palace and Bournemouth, but I, I know exactly what happened. Um, 
Palace's away form has been, or I'm sorry, Palace's home form has been less bad than Bournemouth's away form. Yeah, exactly. And it was essentially the perfect send off for Palace uh, to finish this at home and give their supporters something to cheer about. It's it's why I saw a draw because I just figured both teams were so bad at the, the one yeah. on the road and the one at, at home, home yeah. that it would just be this kind of like well, accidental goals and just kind of shitstorm that would happen. There was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was very bad. I think it was the third goal overall uh, for Palace, but the um, the uh, Bournemouth goalkeeper parried a shot that he should have caught. It was a very bad attempted chip from Warford Zaha and just parried it against his defender's knee Yeah, <laughs> as he was charging back to cover the chip that was potentially coming well, I mean- and didn't have time to react, and that was the end of it. Uh, Batuai with two brilliant goals. <laughs> But his strength for the first one was excellent. A little bit of improv off of a deflected cross um, and kind of biking it into the uh, far corner. Uh, Zaha's goal, too. I mean, we we give him uh, a bunch of shit for diving a ton. Um, he was getting pushed around and practically mugged. I don't think and, Zaha scored. Oh, oh, no, no. He didn't score, but there was one of Batuai's. No, it was I'm t- it was one of Batuai's goals where he was getting mugged. And uh, the, ref oh, gave yeah, continu- yeah, yeah. the ref gave continuation. Yes. And it was like, oh, you know what? Okay, we give him a lot. A lot of shit for diving a lot, and that one like no, that was um, it was Patrick Van Onholt. Yeah, you literally see finish. one of the Bournemouth players with two hands push him Shove in him. Yeah. the back, and he stayed on his feet and kept going. Yep. So for the amount of times we give him shit about diving, he actually came proper there. Um, and as far as the Southampton keeper goes, a you know what? He's a kid. He got the start last week against uh, Tottenham, and frankly played his ass off because before the red cards Tottenham was putting it to him and he made four brilliant saves to keep him out of the net so okay you know what you're starting to play the young kid he has a gaffe he gives up five goals if if that's when it's going to happen the last game of the season when it doesn't fucking matter is a great time to have it happen I would be worried for Palace about Zaha leaving (laughs) and about um, Juan Basaka Aaron Aaron Juan Basaka the uh, right back is definitely going somewhere I'd be worried about the two of them leaving I don't know that he's ready I think he needs one more season um, I would agree earning his stripes but that never stops you know money talks same thing for West Ham Declan Rice I think Declan Rice needs one more year Um, I think Lester I think James Madison needs one more year yep I'm with you but those guys may get called and they may get called exactly They've got, they've got to they got to step up and do it, or else they're going to become the next Jack Rodwell and fall into obscurity and be playing yeah, and, in League One with Sunderland. And not to piss off our Crystal Palace friends that have been getting in touch a lot lately. Um, the only other thing about this game that really needs to be said is Jefferson Lerma's goal, <laughs> mate. Ooh. <sighs> If Salomon Rondon's ball was not the official ball of God, this was this was the official yeah. ball of God. Oh yeah, yeah. And Vincent Companies look like a fucking kitty cat flying <laughs> through the air compared to this. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson Lerma pelted this ball and hit both the upright and the uh, the post on the inside. It wraps around the net and comes around and hits the other post on the inside of the net. It was absolutely laced that ball. So. Whoa. So Palace, Mate. Palace is one of the teams we're going to really dissect into the summer because because we've been I mean, talking. we've got a long summer, man. I think well, we probably do two clubs a week, and we'll talk about it at meeting. Palace is one of the is one of the teams that uh, supporters have been getting in touch with us and talking with us. So I yeah. think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity because they're also very 
they're an interesting team to talk about because they have to work in this world where the finances need to match up to what's the play on the field and and then like they're getting ready to build an addition to their stands and that costs money well that yeah, has I, to I come think, out of player funds i don't and, think that money does actually uh stadium and training facility i think are a separate budget from financial fair play Right. I'm not well, positive no, no, no. on that, well, but well, I we're think we're not talking that... about financial fair play. We're just talking about their general budget. Oh, fair enough. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like just how much money yeah, they yeah, yeah. have. So, and fair and enough. this was their best point total so far in getting back up to the mm-hmm. Premier League. So they're turning in the right direction. But ultimately, this is the type of team they're going to be. Is yeah. is towards is is in the bottom half of the table, but towards the top of the bottom half. Well, of the and table, part of the thirteenth, fourteenth place. Yeah, and part of the other problem with, in terms of bringing in players and some of that stuff is can Roy Hodgson answer his iPhone? <laughs> Does his old ass understand new technology? I don't so, know. So, um, with that maybe he wants to group FaceTime and he f- screwed it up. So now someone's going to a different club. So that being said, we want. To, I hear you. So that being said, we want to talk. We, we we're going to talk a lot about Palace in the in the summer. There's going to be yeah. a lot of time devoted to him. Real quickly, I just want to get to Bournemouth. Um, do you think they've found a comfortable place in the Premier League? I mean, they they kind of pulled a Watford this year, where they came out of the gate on fire and then just slowly like a stone fell down the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there needs to be a few pieces added this summer if they can afford it. Um, think of maybe another center back, maybe a a, a a proper center midfielder, defensive midfielder. Um, but it looks like Callum Wilson uh, and Josh King have the front, you yeah. know, kind of kind of sewed up. If they can find a little bit more consistency, I, I think they'd be Solanke okay. As a as a reserve now and. No, Jordan Ibe. Uh, no, oh, no, they have both. Yeah, they have Ibe, they have, they have both. Solanke. Yeah. Yeah. Klein will go back to Liverpool now off of loan, yep. which that'll help solidify their defense even more with some depth. Yeah, um, Ryan Fraser's still there. I think he impressed this season. I'd be worried about him going somewhere potentially. Uh, Brooks. Um, yep. Brooks could go somewhere. I don't think yep. they will. Um, my my only concern is, is okay, this team I don't found think a, they will either. I would just be worried they were the two best players on that team this right. season. So this team has found a place of uh, complacency. Well, sometimes complacency, you know, leads to idle hands and the team oh, yeah. falling off. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's at some point these guys are going to get too old. And at some point. You're gonna have to how buy somebody. Going, yeah. How is going to move on to another yeah, club? Right. So maybe you cash in on a player or two, and right. then buy in four. You yeah, know. So how do you manage maybe you, that? maybe you take Nathan Ake and sell him for thirty five million and buy? You know, I mean, they're still a budget club. They're they gonna have to operate a little bit like Southampton used to, with bringing through some academy players, getting some younger players in that are maybe unproven, and giving it giving them a chance. Um, to operate on that budget because they're not the biggest club in the world. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, this is the kind of team that I could see finishing in ninth place. I could see them finishing in seventeenth place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's there's a lot to that. Um, West. Um, let's go ahead and get into uh, Newcastle and Fulham. Let's do um, that. Fulham is why I lost prediction time. By yep, the way, they are. Fulham is hands down 100% why I lost prediction time. And this and this shot might actually go down a little bitter because as I see you're uh, preparing it for me. Because every time I voted against them, they won. Every time I picked them, they lost. Right I would say, and, and also most of the time you picked Fulham correctly. So here's... Yeah, because I knew they fucking sucked. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but but you managed to pick them to win when you when you needed them to win, or at least if I that's picked them simply to... because I know more about football than you do. Oh, <laughs> shut up. As proven by the third shot of Malort. And that you're spilling all over the floor. Have you? Hold on. The, I, am I the one who's had three shots of Malort, or are you the one who's had three I'm shots? I'm trying of to talk into the microphone so people can hear me as they love to do. That's why they tune in. Come on. There you go, son. Thank you very much. So, um,. This one, uh, since Sam like like to give uh, shouts out to people, I'm gonna go ahead and give my <laughs> shout out to um, Fulham. Fulham, go fuck yourselves. It's why I lost prediction time this year. So. Enjoy the championship <laughs> again. That one hurt a little bit, and that one tastes awful. <laughs> Ooh, oh, extra earwax in that shot. Ooh, oh, yeah, oh. I put a little extra. Mm. I felt bad about putting extra, so I poured some on an already Lovely. spent sheet. Lovely. Um, again, let's, uh, as opposed to, I mean, cl- clearly Fulham is the biggest disappointment this season. Without a doubt, hands down. Despite the fact that Liverpool choked away the league, the biggest disappointment, uh, the biggest disappointment I prob- single-handedly is Fulham. I probably had the highest hopes for Fulham, um, besides Wolves, of who came out of the championship. Yeah. Um, but... I think with such a poor return from Huddersfield, I think you have to lump them in as joint contenders for that title. Yeah, but I think we both thought Huddersfield was yeah, going right back down. I don't was know. Going after, down. after staying up last yeah, season, I, stayed, I didn't expect they, this. This they, was a capitulation of massive they, proportions. They stayed up because three regular established teams played so played well. fucking yeah. poorly yeah. in in West Brom Stoke and and Swansea yeah, fair enough. and and they and they those three teams you know who very much mirrors what those three teams are doing is Southampton right now you know like when Sunderland went down when when uh Stoke went down when West Brom went down when Swansea went down those are teams you would kind of watch and go you're just barely sticking around, barely right. sticking, around. and you're like, eventually, Southampton. Gonna, hopefully, you know, eventually it's going to hit you, and I can't help but think um, that Southampton's going to be that next team going. I down. hope so. Um, so, um, Newcastle finishes really strong. Uh, John Joe Shelby with a finish. How about that? Ooh. Maybe he should play more. I think he might be off if he can sort his attitude out. I think they might be one that he could actually get some money for, Mike Ashley. Uh, and and generate some income to spend on players, um, but he needs to sort his attitude out. I think that's been his problem everywhere he's gone, uh, even from Brendan Rodgers' Swansea team um, till now as well. I uh, I think they they need to they need to get rid of him, and he needs to find himself. the The biggest question that comes <clears throat> with Newcastle is one of three questions. I'm going to say them all right in a row. Does Rafa stay? Does Rafa get money? Does Ashley sell the club? Yes. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Like I mean, that's that's really it. I An mean, emphatic that's, no on that last one. And 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 if and on the second two where you said no and no, that's where Newcastle could go down again next year. Yeah, but not with Rafa at the helm. I don't yeah. think um, he came in too late when they did go down. The only relegation on a CV. Yeah. Um, but I think he came in too late to save them. Uh, that season, he brought them straight back up. He will find a way to keep them up. Yeah, I mean, he's he's very organized, very tactically oriented, yeah. and the players, they are a championship winners team, right? Right. So essentially, every time he's coming into a season now with with very little 
um, investment from Mike Ashley. And I think Miguel Amarone, their their club record signing, I think he was a brilliant signing for them and the catalyst for a lot of those performances, mm. uh, to be fair. He got hurt uh, towards the end of the season, but they still ground out results. Yeah. I think uh, you saw Ayosi uh, Perez come in. Um, not come in. He's been in the team, but, but actually really, find some consistency. Right. Yeah, uh, Whether or not they spend the money on Salomon Rondon well, will basically it, all depend on whether West Brom come through the playoffs. Um, true. You know what I mean? They're going to want him back yeah. with what he's done this season. Th- that's um, the one thing Newcastle does with brilliance is the way they get loanies. Yeah, they get all the right loanies, the right price. Well, just they went to through. They also went through really in the well. Pardew era, and they had a massive scouting system in France, and got a ton of African players um, on the cheap from small French teams. Right. Look at Musa Sissoko down at Tottenham now. <laughs> yeah. Who they sold on for massive cash? Why didn't that get reinvested in the club? That's the problem. Huh, that's because um, it's Mike Ashley is ultimately well, why. Well, very much so. Another thing I heard uh, real quick to to put a bow on this one. That might be the show title this week, Mel. To put but, a bo- put to, a bow on it. To but a, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a good show title. Yeah. Because you've said that at least four times, and then you got me saying it now. <laughs> I've got that written down. I've got a couple <laughs> other contestants, too. All contestants. Right. Oh. Contenders. Cont- you know, there you go. That, uh, Get excited. One of those stouts was 8.5. <laughs> I see it from here. That's a very large logo for your alcohol content. Um, um, we No, real quick. Uh, apparently, Mike Ashley put to the players, if we stay up, right? This is back when they were in the relegation fight a couple of months ago. Uh, put to the players... We're, um, as a club, going to take you to Las Vegas uh, for a, a short holiday uh, before you piss off to your own corners of the world. Did, did he say that at the fine Italian dinner that, yeah, that they had? For, for yeah, the that five five ninety nine pound spaghetti they had <laughs> at the Olive Garden. All, all you can eat buffet. Yeah, he, um, never ending pasta bowl. <laughs> that's right. They had all the garlic bread. Hey, and all the salad and breadsticks they could eat. That's right. They um no he he apparently told them. Uh, that he was going to take them to Vegas, right? All the players take them to Vegas. Okay. Um, if they stayed up. That's been canceled. Of course it has been. Well, apparently, the players didn't believe them, believe him, and all booked their own holidays anyway. Uh-huh. For, like, the same dates. <laughs> oh, so they're all so going he to had Vegas to, together? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. They're doing different shit, but okay. they all booked their own holiday because <laughs> they didn't believe he was actually going to come through with the cash. Of course not. So, um... That that trip's canceled and no longer happening, and I think secretly, he believes that that's a good thing. Oh, he he keeps does he keeps claiming he's going to sell the team. If ever there's a time to sell the team, it's right now. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, he, and he won't. No, because of he, not because he thinks it's a four hundred billion dollar team, <laughs> which it isn't. <laughs> that's right. Like he, he the, thinks he needs to get maximum return on this. Hey, asshole! Just fucking just drop get rid the of team. them. Yeah, just cut your losses. Great if you sell made, them for what if, you bought them for. If you made ten million, that's a profit. Right. Just leave it, be. it. With inflation, you're making money anyway. Yeah, precisely. But the the, um, uh, the other thing, another show we listened to pointed this out as well. Uh, because of his earlier season antics, uh, Mike Ashley. Um, in Vegas, there are no fireplaces because it's the desert. Mm-hmm. Where's he going to puke if he has to throw up if he <laughs> went to Vegas? Because that's a very big thing that he does, apparently, is he threw up in a uh, in a fireplace uh, in a Newcastle pub because, and I quote, when I drink, I like to get drunk. I don't drink often, but when I drink, I drink to get drunk. In open court, he said that. 
beautiful. Yeah. I like beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, what a twat. So uh, West Ham, Watford. Watford clearly is focused on one thing, and that's winning an yeah, FA Cup. What, what got me, and why I got this wrong during predictions, I think, mm-hmm. um, last week, was I figured those players would be playing for their place in the final. Right in the FA Cup final, right? right. Boss picked me, right, and it just it never seemed to come to fruition. I don't know why, but it it just they looked lethargic. Yeah, um, and a shame for one of their standout performers from the season, Jose Holavas, uh, getting his um, getting a red card and now being suspended for the final of the FA Cup. Yeah. That's terrible, and actually a big hole for them now. Mm-hmm. He's been a, a a fairly steady left back for most of the season. Um, for them, so um, a shame for him personally, of course. You know, it's kind of a one-off. You know, a team, a, a mid-table. It happens more often in the FA Cup than a lot of other cup competitions, but right. um, a fairly one-off for for Watford. You know, uh, to be in a cup final, and uh, and a shame for that player. And um, it was deserved, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, as the last man, I mean, to the letter of the law, that was that was it. So um, the Irons are a very well the Hammers, but the Iron supporters are a very interesting uh, scenario now. There's there's definitely some money that needs to be dropped, aka you know Andy Carroll and Chicharito and things like that. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of positive to build on with this team, and you got a g- good, you got a Champions League winning manager at your club. Yeah, mid table teams. Don't have that, and and they have that. Most mid-table teams don't have Champions Club winning managers. You know, and I don't think Pellegrini won the Champions League. He did. He won it with um, Madrid, didn't he? I don't know. To be honest, I with think you. he did. I know he won the Premier League with City. <laughs> yeah, hmm. but I have to look that up. But just this, I'm not going to look it up. Y'all look it up. <laughs> And hell, I could be. I, I'm almost positive I'm right, but now I, I feel like, now I'm doubting myself. All right, I'll Google maybe, it. Maybe maybe three shots of Malord. No, no, no. I'll We've Google run, it. We have run long enough. It's let, easy. let them tell us. Just keep talking. I'll we Google are it. at an hour ten, gentlemen. Yeah, that would be an aren't. hour ten. Yeah, we are. We are going towards a uh, episode of Game of Thrones. Even Taylor has fast forward at this point. <laughs> so um, he put something up, by the way. Since he found a bottle of Malort, he uh-huh. put this up on Instagram, Taylor did. Uh, since he found a bottle of Malort. He hasn't had to do a shot of it. Everton hasn't lost. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said seal unbroken. Yeah. That was his hashtag, I think. Yeah. So the West Ham's in an interesting situation. They are right on the cusp of being that sixth, seventh, eighth place team. They they seem to be buying into what they're doing, like you know the what's that? I saw him googling. Did Manuel Pellegrini win the uh, Champions League? Uh-huh. And the fourth most, I said, has Manuel Pellegrini won the Champions League? The fourth most Google thing is: Is Manuel Pellegrini a good manager? <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. So the uh, but it seems like they're moving in the right direction. Um. If if I was a you know if I was an iron if I was if I was a supporter of West Ham I'd be feeling kind of the same way I'm feeling about Everton right now it's like the team's moving in the right direction it seems to be they they seem to be getting where they need to go yeah for sure 
Absolutely. Um, the, one of the biggest things with West Ham is can they keep Marco Anatovic on side? They're probably most technically gifted player um, and really the one that's going to get the goals for them. I mean, Felipe Anderson picked up a big deficit in Arnautovic's performances when right. his head was turned in China. Right. Had that whole month and a half or so gone a different direction, West Ham could have found themselves in trouble. Right. Um, they happened to have this lovely Brazilian on the left side that decided, you know what, I'm going to put this team on my back and get it taken care of. Yeah. They also, at the same time, had Lucas Fabianski, uh, former Arsenal, by the way, yeah. uh, stand on his head and keep West Ham in most games. I told you, first four games of the season, I thought he was awful, and I had to eat crow because he has been nothing short He's of been phenomenal brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. since then. And they... Um, the the other thing that's interesting about them is is when Anoltovich wasn't really paying attention, guys like Chicharito stepped in and found goals, and um, uh, the former Gunner uh, Lucas Perez found, yes. found goals. So those teams se- seem to it seems like they're buying into what Pellegrini is trying to do as yeah. an overall system. I'm with you, yeah. And they feel like they're on the cusp, but this also can completely change. If Felipe Anderson and um, uh, Declan Rice get sold, yep, suddenly this team is battling to stay up. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> That's exactly right. And um, like you said before, uh, when we talked about a couple of other younger players, Declan Rice should stay here another year. Make that very clear. He needs one more year under his belt before I think he's ready for a big club. I completely agree with you 100% mm-hmm. uh, in that regard. The problem is he might not. And do the, do the Davids spend their money appropriately. I think with Pellegrini at the helm, they will. Um, and I think it's a great shout uh, to try to get Ed Dzeko in, um, who's worked with Pellegrini before at Manchester City um, from Roma uh, to, to score the goals. I mean, he's a proven Premier League goal scorer. Scored, I think it was 20 in a season for Manchester City uh, back in the day. Especially because Anoltovich likes to just take time off. Yeah, just so, go, so piss ah, him off. I don't feel yeah. like playing. And well, you go, great. I got this guy who I can put well, in right now, and Jekko's going to score goals. Not even. Piss him off to Roma. Yeah. Hey, go away. We'll just do a straight swap. Yeah. Why not? Get rid of and, him. And um, looking at his honors, he's mm-hmm. won a fair amount of stuff. But uh, no Champions League? No Champions League. Okay. He, he, he did for some reason. Nope. Okay. Who won the... It was 2009, 2010, he managed Real Madrid. Yeah. I don't know who won the Champions League that I year. I thought he won it with them. I thought he I was the one that. who won number 10 for, for Madrid. No, 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 no. definitely not. Okay. I think La Decima was either Mourinho or Carlo Ancelotti. Ancelotti, it wasn't Mourinho. It was cause, Ancelotti. Because if it was Mourinho, we'd all fucking know we'd about it because he'd tell us <laughs> that concept. Right. Yeah, we would never so, forget. So, <laughs> uh, to um, the last the last game, Southampton and Huddersfield, Um Nathan, Nathan Redmond had a great shot. 1-1 yeah. one, one draw. Seriously, Southampton, you're playing at home to a team that's being relegated that's been one of the worst teams in the history of uh, the EPL. You can't manage to find one more goal. Seriously. Yeah. They're I mean, in, they're in to be honest, so much trouble, to this be, team. To be fair, they did have a fair few chances. Um, the goalkeeper for Huddersfield did make a few good saves, mm-hmm. and Southampton put themselves in a couple of good positions, but they need to be finding the back of the net. Like I said, that Nathan Redmond goal was fantastic. Other than that, Angus Gunn um, got caught in possession by Pritchard mm-hmm. in the box on a very easy clearance. Yeah. It's it just, just, what are you doing? They, his mind is already on the beach. 
that is my number one seed to go down for next year. I if hope they, so. If there is if there is a Premier League club that I say, ooh, if one it, of the promoted teams is going to stay up, who's going down? I hope Southampton. And I mean, frankly, of the championship sides coming up, I have no faith in Norwich because their goals have all come from uh, a Chelsea player who's probably going to go play for Chelsea next year. And, right. And Sheffield United, who I have no faith in. No, that's uh, Aston uh, Villa. That's uh, Tammy Abraham. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, Abraham's with uh, Villa. Um, but the only team I have faith in is if it's Leeds or or Villa who stay up, yeah. who who get promoted out of the uh, third place spot. Mm-hmm. That's the team I have faith in in staying in the Premier League. I have no faith in Norwich or uh, Sheffield United to stay up. No, neither do I. Sheffield I, I United think, especially. I, I think, think Norwich is a right little. Down. I think Norwich is a little better equipped than United. <laughs> I think Sheffield United would be the one that I'd say probably finishes in 20th place. Villa it was an established team that's been in the Prem for a yeah, long time, so <laughs> they'll figure out a way to stay up. And Leeds, it's been so long since they've been there that once they get back up, they're going to want to stay back up. But yeah, and they've got an experienced coach in Marco B- uh, yeah. uh, Marcelo Bielsa. I did this again. So we're going Marcelo Bielsa. So we're well. going way off on a tangent. Um, Southampton, we think is going to definitely go down next year. Yeah, and um, Huddersfield. We never have to talk about them again because are they ever going to gain promotion again? Maybe, but probably not. No. It, it's not going to happen for a long time, I don't think. No. I think this team, uh, the way they perform this season, finishes mid-table, if not bottom half, in the championship next year. Hmm. Um, and they'll be lucky to not plummet like a stone down to League One, to be honest with you. <laughs> this team's going to take their money, and they're going to go back to the championship and know this is the club we are yep and and they'll do some nice upgrades to their stadium absolutely and they're gonna sell moy for a crap ton of money yep <laughs> and i mean not too much because he's 29 i think we found out yeah, a few but, weeks ago i thought he was younger than that but. but but to them 15 million is a crap ton of money well fair enough yeah to that club yeah so, so um farewell huddersfield it was fun talking about you <laughs> It's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. And Sam Graham knows one more than me. Well done, sir. Well, like I said, I know more about football than you do. You know what? (laughs) By one. Doesn't matter. Enter a mile, Mel. Enter a mile. (laughs) Sam, I will give credit where credit is due. Congratulations. Thank you. You won much. this year of prediction time. I appreciate it. It is the first time you've ever held on to a lead against me because you normally <laughs> cough it up. We're talking about golf, yes. So uh, we both we both went six and four. Um, one of my great downfalls in this last week was uh, was picking Fulham. Um, that one definitely hurt. Um, I would like to say I really want to pat myself on the back for uh, Cardiff over United. I think that was that was pretty brilliant. I think I wrote me. down a stat too. I think Fulham had sixty eight fucking percent possession in that game. Yeah. By the way, yeah, only mustered two shots on target. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> biggest disappointment you, in the Premier and you League. You keep putting your stones to them. <laughs> That is what I it started is. I started at the beginning of the year putting myself I, I saw them as being like I want to say when we do our predictions I think I had them in like 13th or 14th place 
Like I totally figured here's an established Premier League club that's finally getting back up to the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get right I mean, not, back into the gear. Not of too terribly long ago, they were in a Europa League final. Yeah, just I think it was 2002 maybe, 2004 or something like that. So, um let's talk about our prediction this week. We're going to uh pick the FA Cup that you and I will be watching via telephone while betting on slow ponies and drinking a bottomless cup of beer yes. at the Preakness Infield. Yes. That we will be doing. Um, come see us uh, at the Preakness Infield. We'll be by the third turn, somewhere around there. No, no, second turn. They went back to reformatting it the way that it was, so we'll go hide over in the in the uh, second turn where we used to uh, hide out at. Oh, sweet. Good. Yeah. All right, yeah, so we'll be at the second turn. Come yeah. see us. Yeah, if you're in if you're in the Baltimore area and you're going to uh, Preakness, uh, hit us up on Twitter. We'll uh, do some shots with you. We'll do a lot of shots with you. Sam will do a lot of shots. i got to pay for those. I'll mm-hmm. chug beers with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to Black Eyed Susan Day, too, actually. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Um, anyway, so we've got Manchester City and Watford in the FA Cup final. Um, uh, Jose Holabas, less Watford, yeah. but uh, Watford nonetheless. Um, what do you have, my friend? What do you think about this one? Um, I want Watford to win because I want the smaller side to win. I also mm-hmm. want um, Wolves uh, to not go to Europe. Um, since I'm not going to Europe, I don't want them to go to Europe. So I want Watford to win. But didn't Watford finish lower than you in the table? Yeah, they did. So they you'd be okay with a team finishing lower than you in the table going to the Europa League and you're not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Because right. just because it's... Everton fun. fans can't have nice things. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> um <laughs> That's fine. All right. Hint, so, hint, I picked my team winning the FA Cup in my uh, predictions right. at the well, start of the year. <laughs> yeah. So now look, this this was supposed to be us, you know, breaking the tie of Malort. It was going to be it was going to be the tiebreaker. But I've I've won it, so now it doesn't matter anymore. So what do you what do you want to have happen here? I want Watford to win. City's going to win. City's going to win three to one. I'm going to pick uh, Watford uh, to win. Okay. Okay. Uh, in a two to one special. Okay. As you're writing, that doesn't I'm writing, translate. I'm, it doesn't translate to radio, by the way. They're killer. I'm writing our scores down. Okay. I also wanted to quickly um, uh, come into this one. We've got uh, Aston Villa and West Brom playing their second leg of the championship prom- mm-hmm. uh, promotion playoffs. I don't know a lot about either club, but Villa takes a two one lead mm-hmm. um, into West Brom. Away right. goals do not count in this. Oh, okay. By Very the way. interesting. Yeah. Um, so the second leg is going to be played on Tuesday uh, at 3 p.m. It's going to be on ESPN+, Plus, um, which mm. sucks, but at least it's accessible. Um, so Villa yeah, takes a 2-1 lead into mm-hmm. West Brom with no away goals. What do you think happens? Um, I think Villa, Villa walks away the winners. So do I. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Um, Leeds takes a 1-0 win. Back to their place. Yes. Back, uh, they won one nil away at Derby. Um, they take a one nil lead back to their place on Wednesday. That one's at two forty five. What do you got there? Leeds winning. Me too. Okay, so that doesn't matter. We we both agree. 
Um, and then in the playoff final that we've now predicted, uh, which will probably, because we predicted it, is going to be the opposite. Oh, it'll be Villa. Uh, <laughs> Villa. We all want Villa versus Leeds, especially because of what happened with Villa versus Leeds. With Earlier, the whole yeah, for sure. No call, continuation, Massive, yep. let them score. Oh, Massive yeah. amount of narrative uh, and fun stuff to talk about, which we will talk about because mm. the, that winner is going to be a new Premier League club. Yeah. Um, so uh, if we, what happens, happens. If we've got Aston Villa leads right now, who would you want to win? Um, be happy with either because I've always had a soft spot for the villains, uh, Aston Villa. And if they come back up, that then re opens the longest standing rival in all of professional football, which is Everton and, uh, Aston Villa. It's the longest played uh, game, yeah. played games ever. Um, so I'd be happy if they came back up, but let's face it, Leeds. Yeah, you gotta have Leeds. You, you want Leeds. People don't understand how much everybody in England hates Leeds. And it'll be yeah. great to have them up. And, and Bielsa, Bielsa's uh, an awesome manager. It's so much fun. It'll be watching him. And, yeah. and, and Leeds, for those you don't know, it's the third biggest city in England. It's a big, oh, yeah. huge market. And they're much like, <laughs> much like how Bournemouth fell all the way down the tables. Like Leeds went all the way down down to league one. Yeah. Like it completely have, um, fell apart for them. So to see them get back up, it would be very cool to have and, Leeds and back in the when, Premier League. When they first went down, um, when all their financial troubles and stuff started, one of the last players they sold was Rio Ferdinand to United. One of the few players that has gone directly <laughs> bet- between the two clubs. Yeah. Um, Manchester United and Leeds absolutely fucking hate each oh other. Oh my God. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, seeing Leeds back in the top division would be a joy. Uh, I think I'm going to agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, and I, I also very much want to see Marcelo Bielsa and his press conferences. And um, I don't know if you've seen the clip of uh, Marcelo Bielsa trying to pronounce Ipswich. <laughs> Ipswich, uh, yeah. But it, it is yes, a it's fucking hysterical. joy to watch. Doesn't he eventually it, – it's like he looks at his assistant and goes, you say it. <laughs> yeah. It is Ips, 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 bitch. It's, it's, yeah, it's hysterical. I really would have liked Leeds, to, Leeds to finish second and gain automatic promotion and then Villa to win the playoff and get in, but didn't work out that way. Uh, Norwich, I can't wait to watch him go back down because Norwich has bumped up and back so many times. Yeah, it's I hear you. Annoying. Well, um, we got another week to fill after this one, so, yeah, so let's, let's save some of that for that. I just, wanted to get your, I just wanted to get your initial thoughts hey sam that's it yeah let's put a bow on this one (laughs) (laughs) um nothing to talk about with uh uh drunkard united we covered it all last week we play tomorrow yep um sammy any parting words lost my vape yeah no shit (laughs) okay well thank you so much for joining us boys (laughs) and girls i really i really don't have any parting words uh other than oh Oh, sneaky sneaky sir um it has been a lovely (laughs) season uh, for our first season here, it's been an honor and a pleasure to sit across from you, my sir, um, and to have you take care of us, uh, Melissa. And thank you for bringing me beer every week. No problem. Um, we are going to keep going through the summer. We are going to fill your ear holes with much joy, excitement, and booze. And uh, all the shit I'm about to say, but go ahead. Well, you didn't print that sheet out <laughs> for me today. Uh, admin you never ag- fucking read it, so why <laughs> fucking bother printing it? Admin, again, not our strong suit. Oh, wait, I think maybe it's on mine. I've been doodling on the back of it. 
but no, seriously, it's been a joy this first season. We appreciate everybody listening in. Um, we, we thank you very much for getting in touch and chatting during games and get in touch during silly season. It's going to be a lot of fun listening to the transfers and seeing the rumors, <laughs> uh, seeing the rumors fly about. I will stay sober enough to make sure I oh, get a proper transfer, fun. a proper transfer recap up this next time. But uh, cheers, everybody, and um, we'll speak to you in a week. Um, so, everybody, we're going to try some new things over the summer. We're going to try to uh, incorporate some uh, Skype call-ins so we can have more supporter club presidents on the show. Um, we actually have a live band that is going – that we have uh, commissioned to write our theme music. Do we have so, money in the budget for that? No, it's, it's absolutely free. He wants oh. to do it. It's going to be great. So we commissioned so, him with our presence. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to uh, add some uh, – more uh just a little bit more on the production end so it's been a lot of fun doing this show it's been um it's been a great out creative outlet it's been so much fun doing this with you sam um this is the shit we talk about every day when we're driving around in our cars in our territory and it's just fun to do it in a in a setting where everybody's been able to listen to it and hell i'm just appreciative that you guys have enjoyed listening to us yeah absolutely and and saying professional we use it as more of a loose term <laughs> yeah but the, saying what we say and, and sharing our conversations and what we think we know what the fuck we're talking about uh at least we think we do um being able to share that with you in a professional setting quote unquote is uh is a joy um but we really do hope that you you feel how we feel about this show and it's that you're sitting at the pub with us um talking shit uh which is what football ultimately is all about um, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna change a few things too. So we we we've got a lot of ideas, and uh, we've thoroughly enjoyed you guys taking this ride with us. And uh, we're not slowing down. So till next week, everybody. Good night. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. I just cracked the shit out of my neck. It was fantastic. <laughs> so how'd you like my rant? It was all right. It was fucking funny. <laughs>